Berlin. Disengage this computer now. Broadcasting at 88.9 FM. Hello, computer. And on the web at KUCI.org. The most reliable computer ever made. And streaming through iTunes. Don't expect any mercy during the great robot wars. And Peter Radio brought to you by machines. Returning to normal broadcast in 3, 2, 1. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Hey, hey, loyal listeners, you're tuned in to Real People of Orange County on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We're broadcasting live from the University of California campus in Irvine. We're streaming on the web at KUCI.org. And we're available via podcast, both on KUCI's website, uh, KUCI.org, and at KimberlyMartin.com. I'm your guest host, Marie Stone. Kimberly Martin is out for next week, uh, this week and next week, and I'm pleased to be able to slide into her seat for the next couple of weeks. This show is an informative look inside the lives of Orange County's best and brightest. The guests on this show are people who serve their community in meaningful ways, and today is no exception. It is November 13th. I like to call it Sandwich Day. You're sandwiched today directly between Halloween and Thanksgiving. Halloween was two weeks ago. And if you're like me, your pantry is still stuffed with about 83,000 pieces of Almond Joys and Reese's Pieces, and you're staring straight down the barrel of a turkey baster at the <laughs> at a table filled with, um, you know, everything, liquor, pie, all of it. And uh, uh, for the KUCI students, there are finals, there's Hanukkah, there's Christmas, God knows what's coming up. So I want you to picture yourselves, close your eyes, and picture yourselves on January 1st. You are hungover. You're lying on your couch. You're watching the Rose Parade. I hope you're seeing this. You've got 10 extra pounds of fudge fat. You've got a four Advil headache. You're jotting down resolutions. And, but guess what? That's not you because you tuned in today, and, uh, and you're going to avoid all of that. I have two awesome, fit, healthy, muscular, strong women in the studio tonight who are going to get us through the holidays. It's one of those... Rare days when I wish you weren't on the radio so you could see them. But um, you can look them up online and see how great they look. Uh, they are Orange County's finest in fitness, and we're going to spend the next hour talking about how to get back on track or stay on track, how to eat, how not to eat, how to exercise, what to do when you're on vacation to stay away from the need to make that New Year's resolution in a few months. Stephanie Chapel and Megan Tyrell are here to help us. Ladies, hi. Hello. Hello. Hold on. There are three of those ladies in the room There's today. The- yes. <laughs> Marie Stone yeah. is one of those ladies, just so you all know. Well, but some yes. of us have faces for radio more than others. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're happy to be here. Thank you for thanks for doing this. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a chance, Megan. We'll start with you to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about what you do to look so fantastic, mm-hmm. where you work, uh, and how you work out. All right. Well, that is very nice of you to say. First of all, my name is Megan Tyrell, and I actually grew up in Utah. I've lived in Orange County in Laguna Beach for four years now and I work at Pop Cycle which is a spin studio and really I got my start in fitness when I was a dancer I've been a competitive dancer for years like through high school and whatnot and um, I really like fell in love with the music and with just moving my body and getting endorphins going and after I got married and had a child and 
you know, dancing really had to take the back seat. I found fitness and I started with kickboxing and I just wanted to keep that going, you know, and I think as long as you stay in motion, there's going to be opportunities that come about. And I didn't see spin necessarily in my future when I started fitness. Um, and honestly, can we really call it spin? We have a great time in there. It's kind of like a dance party yeah. on a bike. So, you know, it fits right in with what I like to do. And, you know, it keeps me happy. And I get to spend a lot of time with my family. And I just really enjoy it. So it's a total dance party. It, it really is. is. The lights go down. The music goes up. It is. It's like a rave, but you, it's like a rave when you want to vomit, but I guess you want to, yeah. do that. <laughs> I guess you want to vomit at both. At both. Uh, right. But for different reasons. For different reasons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Steph. Yes. Steph okay. is my, I, I have to um, give a little caveat. <laughs> Steph. Yes. Stephanie changed my life two years ago. Stop. Um, I'll give my story in a minute, but uh, Stephanie turned, she, <laughs> she dragged me out of the gutter and turned me around. So she's the most inspirational wow. one of the most inspirational women I know okay well can so we go continue? ahead and introduce Marie, yourself gosh okay well such a nice introduction I'm Stephanie Chapel um I grew up in Laguna Beach um how I got my start into fitness I have always been an athletic person I always played soccer growing up and I really found my niche in volleyball so played collegiate volleyball at San Diego State Division mm -hmm. one and you know did all of that, all the training that went along with that. And I actually really didn't quite understand how to appreciate what I had been going through for all these years because it was just sort of my job. So I went from playing, being the athlete. And then after college, I sort of realized, wow, this is, this is something that people have to do like for real. They have to actually work out and stay fit and all these things. And I had always done it sort of as a job, like I said. So I took the flip role and I became the trainer of the athlete, the, you know, whoever it was. So I became a one-on-one -on -one personal trainer, um, coach, eating coach, nutritional coach, all those sort of things. So I just sort of dove in. I really wanted to find out how do you do this effectively, safely, motivationally, like all these different caveats of how do you really do this thing called health and what is that and I'm still still learning but now I am currently the manager and director of this instructor certification at pop cycle 2.0 in Laguna Beach in North Laguna we're right above Gina's and <laughs> come the, find us yeah come find us but yes I have now so now my fitness routine is a little bit different now I just had a daughter. So the things are changing, but I think the overall motivation for me has always been this seeking and trying to understand this thing called health and what that is. So was we'll dive into that more. But was, fit, was fitness always a um, culture in your house? Was it important to your parents and did they pass that on to you? So yes, yes and no. My mom always walked and I knew that was so important to her, but I didn't really get it. She's like, I'm going for a walk. You know, I thought it was more a social thing and maybe it was, but I did recognize from a young age that this was something my mom did for herself. I recognized that this was something that she took time almost every day for sure. Every weekend to, you know, exercise. And I didn't really understand that, but in terms of culture, yeah, it was, it was normal. Um, my dad was always, instead of 
considering himself he wouldn't go work out but he would definitely be active like he was into mountain biking for a while he would really enjoy you know um he was like on motorcycles he was more a hobbyist he loved having his hobbies and he sort of got into them and you know lately it was hiking so he got all the proper gear for hiking for him it's more about the experience what you get to do he loved surfing so yes and no like it was not the typical I'm going to my workout from this time to this time but it was the we're outside we're doing things together we I remember going mountain biking as a family so yes yeah I do it was sort of part of the culture was that true for you Megan because you grew up in in uh Utah yeah, less. Yeah, <laughs> it was less it outdoorsy was. places. Right? You know, we never were like a big TV family or anything like that. It was always go outside. We had a trampoline, and I remember my mom walking too. And I remember with her wearing those white Reeboks with like oh, yeah. the Velcro two strap on top, and that was very important to her. Like six a.m., they go walk around the block, you know. But we were always outside. My mom was like, "We turn the TV on, yeah, right. Go outside and do something." So I guess. I didn't recognize it as being active and fitness-minded, I guess, but it was more just going outside and going for a bike ride and and just keep moving type thing and just carried on. I mean, even to this day, I cannot bring myself to turn on the TV during the day. Mm. I I can't do it. Mm -hmm. It feels weird. Yeah, it feels weird. It Mm -hmm. feels like a waste of life, which Which is right. It it could be right. So. Um, I'm glad that I got those like instilled in me when I was little, but you never really realize that when you're doing it every day, you know, if you grow up watching TV every day, you don't know the feeling of being outside every day. So just building those like subconscious habits almost, you know, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I mean, my experience was completely the opposite where I came to fitness. I'd had brief, um, like one night stands with fitness (laughs) or like, you know brief affairs with fitness, but I never had a relationship with fitness and uh, certainly never a committed relationship. So it was really um, depression, sort of not not deep depression, like I had to get treated for it, but, you know, just feeling, I always watched TV during the middle of the day and I came from a family who sat around and they'd sit around and watch football and they'd eat chips and, you yeah. know, fitness was absolutely not an important part of my life growing up and I have vision issues so I couldn't play sports so fitness felt like a club that I couldn't join right. and then you know I was I was older than 40 when I first walked into a gym oh my gosh so, that blows my mind though because if you could see her she is yeah. ripped up <laughs> okay so let me really just awesome. brag for a second this is more a testament to Marie no, I this take is a no credit no 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 <laughs> Marie came in one day I don't know what what motivated you to walk in the door that day? Because I couldn't make it. This is true. I couldn't make it up a flight of stairs yeah. at the age of 41 without getting winded. That's right. Okay. And I just thought, this is it. This is so going to be bad. Maria and I sat down for our first consultation, and weight was never an issue. It was never that Marie was overweight or, you know, a lot of people are motivated by how they look. No, Marie looked great in clothes. You would think this person is fit. When you first walked in the door, I was like, okay, this will be a fun one because she's already going to be fit. We can get right into the fun stuff, right? Okay, so Marie sits down at the table with me. She tells me her background a little bit. I, how I did can't you do eat? a squat. And how <laughs> did you? So we went through the FMS, functional movement screen, and we sort of did all these sort of basic movements. And I was like, okay, wow, she really wasn't kidding about that. She literally, I said, okay, we're going to go into a push-up position. And she laughed at me she said you're joking right and I said 
well, let's just see what you can do. And so we tried to do it from a normal, by normal push-up position. I mean, both hands on the floor and both toes on the floor. No knees down. No quote-unquote girl push-ups. I hate that term. But used it for the image. Um, fell to the ground. Literally could not do it. And I said, okay, this is a challenge, Marie. What is your goal? Let's let's think about this. And so the goal was something like one, a push-up. <laughs> How about let's start there? Can I do a push-up? It's a great right. goal. And so that's where we started. It started at, okay, because you can't say, I'm going to run a marathon, a marathon yeah. and do this or that. You say, hey, listen, right now I can't do a single squat. I can't do a single push-up. I can't do any sort of like what is in the fitness world, quote unquote, basic fundamentals. And so you start small and you build from there. Okay. Can I just brag a little? Marie can probably do straight, um, 50 pushups, maybe more straight. No, I don't know. I, Marie, I, <laughs> let's be honest. No, really. With like, and I'm, I'm saying like, and, and so we went from pushups. Okay. We mastered the pushup what now? Okay. Let's go into pull-ups. If you have never done a pull-up, I challenge you to try a pull-up. Marie they are hard. was again, rocked by this new challenge. She goes, Oh my gosh, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Now Marie can do. Okay. Honestly, how many pull-ups can you do in a row? In a row? I don't know, but I did have to do a hundred on Monday. Oh, yes. but, not, my gosh. but not in a row, not in but a row. Still. Yes. But it's a big, yeah, it's, it's cool. A huge, it's cool. Yeah. So, and That's I'm amazing. not, so if anybody can do it, that's my message is you're never too old mm -hmm. and you're never too weak to start. You can always start. And I, the, the message that I've said is I had a tape playing in my head that I am not a fitness person, that this is a right. club I'm not allowed to join. And right. you can, you can, you can change the, the tape that plays in your head to say, I'm strong. I'm right. You know, I can do this. And these goals are these achievable. Goals are achievable. Yeah. And you don't start out saying I'm going to run a marathon. Nope. You start out saying I'm going to do one. I'm going to do five. Yeah. I'm going to do 10. Yeah. It has to be believable for you. Right. Right. And yeah, you didn't so. do it alone. You had a and community. And you, you can't do it alone. Right. I think that's right. I think it does take, yeah, a motivational community mm -hmm. to, you know, cheerleaders. Yeah. And, and I've worked out with people who are not cheerleaders and, you know, that doesn't work either. So. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. You figure so. out what works for for you. So I think if anybody's listening and you're sort of on that cusp of like, okay, I, I'm, I'm playing the tape of, I've never worked out. I've never done this. I'm not that person. I challenge you to just try it. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's just walk of, in, yeah. walk in and, and gyms. I will tell you, step. gyms are intimidating yes. because they're Absolutely. filled with people that look like you guys. And yeah, you know, and for your average woman to walk in at 40 is hard. Yes. Absolutely. So what mustered up, how did you muster up the courage to do that? Yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of hit bottom, okay. I think. And I, and I knew that I would quit on my own. And so I knew I had to be accountable to somebody else. Right that mm -hmm. I needed somebody to say, you have to, and if I have an appointment, I won't break it. So right. if I knew I had an appointment to show up, I knew I would. Were there and, days you but, didn't want to show up? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Every, day. <laughs> Every day. No. And you kind of, I guess, found a niche too, because I've had the same issues. Like after dance, like I would go to the gym, but I didn't really enjoy myself or, you know, and then I'd mm -hmm. stop for a month. Like it wasn't that uh -huh. big of a deal. Then you find something that you like doing. Like I, went to kickboxing a couple times. It was really hard the first time. It was really hard the second time. But mm -hmm. you start to pick it up and it 
turns into some sort of challenge. And like, if you can really engage in yourself and be like, okay, I'm going to do this, then you can pick up momentum and no one's going to stand in your way because the only person that could do that is you. And if you have the goal, then, you know, tunnel no, vision. Exactly right. Totally. Exactly right. And I do think it takes a kind of a village to keep everybody on yeah, track. Exactly. Which is true because at those classes, there was other girls there that I would see there every Tuesday night, you right. know, and I knew that if I didn't go on Tuesday night, there was no class on Wednesday night. So you have to yeah. make it happen. You have you to know? go. You yeah. have to go. You have to make that appointment. Right. I think that's a really key um, value is making appointments for yourself. You make appointments for everything else, but making appointments for yourself. And it, it may not be to go to a trainer, but even just saying from five to six, this is my block of time. And let's say that first time you're like, you know what? I have no idea what to do. Just walk. Just go for a walk for 30 minutes. Maybe it's, you know what? Easy. Make it easy on yourself. Can you walk for 10 minutes? Right. And Make if it you easy. can say right, right. on a scale from one to 10, a 10 out of 10, yeah, that's the easiest thing in the world. I could walk for 10 minutes. Do that. Right. Do that every day. Right. Try that. Start there. Yeah. Start pick somewhere. up speed. Like, yes. So, like, and I feel yes. like this is the Go slump longer. part of the year because we're yeah. not motivated by bikinis anymore. Right. And there's it's getting all, colder. It's getting you want to stay in. Yeah. Right. And there's all the reason in the world to stop. Yeah. Which is why I get yeah. freaked out by uh, this time of year. Every year freaks me out because I'm like, the Don't food stop. is, yeah, the food is there and the motivation is down and everybody's taking vacation. So it's harder to work out when you're off your schedule. Right. Um, well, so history has a way of repeating itself. I mean, let's think about it. Everyone kind of slows down around now and then they hit rock bottom around Christmas and, and they want to look good they had to take pictures they're not happy with themselves and then boom January 1st what's your Monday yep. you know let's uh -huh. start that day start but keeping the momentum going is so much more rewarding even for yourself you know feeling good through the holidays is much better than Right. You know, kind of beating yourself up a little bit and not enjoying the meal that you're eating because you know you need to go to the gym or you don't right. feel good physically for the pictures. You know, it's just, I feel like it's so much harder to stop after you start going. Uh -huh. Yeah. Stopping will really take you back farther than you might think. You know, just taking the extra walk to keep the momentum going, taking 10 minutes out of your day, you know, it might save you months you right. know of work right don't give up you know yeah. yeah so what do you guys tell yourselves to the days you really don't want to go in do you have a message that you kind of well stephanie has so many motivational oh messages <laughs> i'm trying to think gosh it's i think for me it's just an identity now it's mm -hmm. it's not even it's sort of like breathing to me it's like okay this is just what i do mm -hmm. so when i don't feel like it I sort of take myself out of the equation. Well, because I'm teaching too. So it's a little bit different, but on even the days where I really don't feel like teaching, let's say I'm like, okay, don't do it then for yourself because you know, you're, you're better when you do this. So in turn, you're doing it for everybody else. Does that make sense? So it's yeah. like you sort of take yourself out of the equation and you say, you know what? This makes me a better mom. This makes me a better daughter this makes me better sister friend you fill in the blank whatever it is so now it's less about your ego and more about loving others better 
if that's sort I of like a weird that. esoteric way to think about it, but really the better you treat yourself, the better you treat other people. So in my opinion, it's less, it can sometimes be more about loving others better. It's a kind of a weird way, but I go into the class sometimes like with a, I'll walk in the door and I'm like smiling, but inside I'm like, I don't want to do this, but I always show up. I think showing up is the number one rule. If you don't feel like it, drag your, I don't know if we can say bad words, but just drag (laughs) your butt there and show up, walk through the door, sit down, do what you, whatever you do and just do it. Cause you know, the second you get going, you'll feel better. Yes. That right. So you have true. to break through the resistance. Yes. Mm-hmm. You just show up. Breaking through the resistance totally. is tough. Yeah. yeah. I, I've noticed that I use so many of the things, so many of the lessons that I learn in the gym as other, um, as other lessons in my life. Like I, I feel like lifting weights is a, has become a metaphor for, mm-hmm. I have this really tough thing I have to do outside of here. Yeah. And if I can put 125 pounds on my back, uh-huh. then that, and when I, and the corollary is when I'm out in the world dealing with that, I'm like, I can lift a lot of physical, physical. weight. And so I can lift this emotional weight too. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. That yeah. helps. It helps. Probably helps you like work through it too. Right. Cause I think there, there's a lot of chemical stuff going on when you're lifting weights you know right there's endorphins there's hormones you know like it really does make you a happier person yes it really chemically chemically it it does yeah and i think just like anything else you're using um your muscle as a metaphor for strength right so the more you contract and you build that muscle the stronger you get. Well, the same way with coping with any sort of trauma or emotional sort of thing, that's in muscle as well. So if you use the sort of same self-talk that you go through in the gym of this hurts really bad, this is really painful, this, you know, you just use whatever you tell yourself. For me, it's like just push through, just finish, just finish. You only have your seconds away you can do this. And in the same regard, it's like, okay, take that to an emotional level. And if you say to yourself in a safe way too, because I think there are times in the gym where you push it too hard. Mm -hmm. There are times in real life where you are doing too much Mm -hmm. and you have to say, you have to know your limits. And that to me is a balance that I've learned from exercise is knowing my physical limit has helped me understand my emotional and Mm like psychological limits as well. Yeah. Cause you push yourself sometimes till you break physically. Yeah. And that is a physical reminder. If you have a broken bone because of an injury, I remember playing volleyball and I literally broke my leg because I wanted to somehow prove to myself I could. Okay. Well the same things apply in real life. Only it may be different. You may, you know, meet your breaking point emotionally and just be done and crash and whatever that looks like for you. But the same, you have to know yourself and your, whatever you're doing, it's a mirror to your soul. So if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, it's going to, something's going to break. So I think that's the real, like you were saying, like you feel like physically you can put this on your back. So, okay, how do I translate this outside? Okay. I can probably take on this within certain reason and I can give myself this self-talk it's all about your mindset and pushing through it and your self-talk yeah and it is. Mm-hmm. 
um, when things get hard, do you fall down and say, I can't do that? Or do you say, you know what, I'm going to try. I'm going to try, I'm going to push forward, and I'm going to do my best. Right. That's what you do in the gym because if you can't, you can't. Right. But if you, you push through what you can do, I think that's a valuable lesson. One thing it seems like is a lot of people are motivated by how they look totally. in the gym. And it doesn't seem to take you as far because it's right. so easy to fall down from that, that, you know, first of all, there's always somebody better to compare yourself to in the gym. Yeah. True. And if you're doing it for, I mean, you know, it's obviously great to lose weight, but if you're doing it just for that, uh-huh. it's such a short term goal that it's right. easy to, it's easy to break the, right. The, you and know, you could also it. never meet those expectations of yourself. You right. know, you can't compare your body type to anyone else's, you right. know, like it's just, uh, it's not a feasible goal to me. Like you can't just, I want to look like this. Well, guess what? You don't look like this. Your body is Nor completely you. different. <laughs> right. Yeah. And this is not a bill of health. Like this does not say healthy because you never know what's going on there inside. You know what I mean? Like, guess what? Bulimic people are skinny. Guess yeah. what? Right. There's a They're lot right. of drug addicts that look great, you know, or, right. or whatever models, you know, it's just like not a healthy or really a reflection of health. So are you trying to get healthy or are you trying to look good? Right. You know, right. I mean, you can achieve. Yeah, both. And I, don't, I don't even do it for what it's going to do for me down the road because who knows yeah. what's going to happen to you down the road. Yeah. I do it because I'll feel better right now, now. right yeah, now. It's true. Yeah. I'll come home and feel stronger. But that first initial session, you probably were like, this would be easy to, to not quit. do. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think the longer term goals help you get through that initial phase. That's right. That like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm going to throw up. How can this be good for me? (laughs) Oh, because similar to a drug addict, you're detoxing. You are. So if a lot of times people are like, oh, you'll feel so good, but people don't know what feeling good feels like. Mm. True. 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 You know what I mean? Like, so people are like, gosh, working out why don't you like to work out it just makes you feel so good you're like no it doesn't i feel horrible i hate it yeah (laughs) i literally feel i'm gonna throw up you're like okay you're right but stick with it and you will feel things that you never thought you really could so i think the motivation starts with a big picture obviously i want to be able to walk when i'm 80 i want to be able to do the things i want to do and enjoy and then you just keep breaking it down okay you know, shorter term, maybe it's like a year from now, maybe I have a specific goal, like three pull-ups, four right. or five, whatever. Break it down even smaller. Okay, let's just keep chipping away. Yeah, keep chipping and away. Because yeah. no matter how long the goal is away, that time is going to go by regardless whether you're sleeping on the couch or you're spending 25, 30 minutes at the gym. Like, that year is going to go by anyways. anyway. Right. Yeah. right. You know? Good point. So, you know, commit to just a little bit every day and you will chip away. And then a year you can look back and see how far you've come. You know, right. it's and a physical mm-hmm. reminder. Everyone has a phone. Put it in your phone when you're going to work out. Say yeah. fill in the time on your calendar the same way you book an appointment for the dentist. You just say, OK, this is my and go back a step even farther. So daily, that's what you're doing. And then you go, let's say on Sundays, Sundays just work for me because the end of the week and whatever you could think of it as the beginning or the end, however you do, but you plan your week ahead and sort of, it's sort of that fulfillment of 
when you make a to-do list and you check the box. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's how it starts. Feels good. Yeah. And a time like right now in the sandwich time when really we don't have a whole week to think about what we're doing. Like there's parties to go to. There's food you need to make. There's birthdays still. There's, you know, all these holidays that are falling in. One great way I was just going basically off what Stephanie was saying is go to your calendar right now and prioritize what you have to do. Circle those parties. Make it all happen. Okay. Mm -hmm. Circle the parties. Circle your holidays. People are coming into town and you will see those empty spots. There is always an empty, uh, empty day, Tuesday morning. I don't know. Fill in the blank, wherever is blank and write down, you're going to work out that day because then when it comes to Tuesday, you're like, oh, I need to do this. This is on my calendar and I have such and such happening on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I've got all these circles here. You know, you don't have time. Right. So you can't put it off, you know, yeah. circle those things in red and look at the, look at the blanks and write those days down. And then, you which commit. is true because things balloon up in your head if you don't write it down. So you think my family's coming in and that takes on it this does. too much time. Right. And yeah. when you really do have time. Yes. You have 30 yeah. Minutes, you tend right? to overthink. You it. tend to overthink it. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. look at your calendar, find those blank spots, yeah. make them work for you, you know? Right. You're listening to Real People of Orange County on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We are talking about health, fitness, how to stay healthy during the holidays. My guests today are Stephanie Chapel and Megan Tyrell, and uh, they are fitness gurus. So so talking about all of these holiday parties, let's talk about uh, staying on track nutritionally as well. And you're being, you know, shoved fudge and pumpkin pie and all of this stuff and your grandmother made it and so she really wants you to try a piece (laughs) and you know this is my homemade recipe and here's yet another helping yeah manja manja uh how do you megan go ahead because megan's the food guru well i honestly i don't see anything wrong with politely declining some food okay like we all have different goals it's okay to say Oh my gosh, I am so full, but this looks so delicious. I can't, let me take one for the road and then don't eat it. Oh, that's good. You take know? one for the road. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't have an obligation to eat all of this food. And I think really coming to terms with that, you know, before you go to the party, before I go, I like, we'll have a green smoothie. I'm yeah. not starving oh, when I get smart. there. Good. Yeah. And then I can just think a little bit more clearly instead of just like gobbling up all the appetizers before I even get dinner. And then I feel bad. So I've got to eat dinner too. We've all been there. <laughs> the guilt. Yes. We've been there. You're like, Oh, I've already screwed it up. So yes. I'm just going to keep going. It's right. all yeah, about right. the preparation. Are you prepared to go to that party? You know, what kind of food is going to be there? I imagine, you know, and Maybe eat before. If it's a mingle party, eat before you go. Right. And then you can just have small bites, glass of champagne, you know, keeping it in control. Yes. And right. you're a little out of control when you're hungry. At least I am. Me too. You know, yeah. when yeah. you start hungry. drinking and no. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, that's the other, other question. Topic. Yeah, that's Ooh. the other question is how yeah. to control your drinking during the holidays because there's always. <laughs> so here's my thing. You know when you have these parties, right? So if you're the casual one glass of wine per night type of person, you cut it out during the week and Mm. you save it for the weekend. That's Mm -hmm. my rule. It's like, okay, then if I'm going to, if I know I have these parties, I'm going to um, drink on the weekends. It sounds like I'm going to binge, but I'm not. I'm just simply being real. Being real. 
myself with yeah. myself. I'm saying, okay, you know what? I will not drink during the week and save for the weekend. What if your party's on Wednesday night? Well, then you, you drink on Wednesday <laughs> night, but you just, you know, yeah. don't go crazy. And also... Okay. So back to the eating declining or whatever. Oh, uh-huh. another good idea. And this is, this takes, so willpower is sort of like a muscle and it will run out eventually. Mm-hmm. So you have to gauge yourself. Are you the type of person that can take a bite and be done? Or cause there is a philosophy and I am not good at this, but I know some people that can do this very well. You eat. No, let's see. You try everything, but eat nothing. Oh, okay. Hmm. I like Does that. Does that make sense? Like so a you, little nibble. Little of nibble. You try a bite of maybe any one thing. So it's basically portion control. So if you're at a party, I agree with Megan, you for sure eat before. You never go to a party like that hungry because you're going to dive right into the first thing, that that bacon wrap <laughs> date, that Yeah, and it's usually rich, and, yes, delicious it's, appetizer It's there to trick you. They These are party tricks. They get you all these goodies and they make you think you want them and you do it yourself. Like Hosting a party, I'm always like, okay, why do I do this? I don't want to eat this, but yeah. So people, <laughs> you think it's rude to decline. However, I'm not, I'm not like offended if people don't want to eat. I, but it, it is nice oh. if you see that like, oh, okay, someone grabbed it. You don't have to eat it. I do that all the time. Right. I'll grab something and I'm like, okay, I'm definitely not going to eat that. But <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. And yeah, they're not and change the conversation. No. Yeah. It doesn't, everything does not have to be a hundred percent based on food. And although yes. that is a huge part of my culture, we get together with family and our meals are our favorite times together. You know, right. you sit around and you have a good time, but keeping it about the people that are around you rather than what you're eating, um, you kind of just, you know, let it let it be to the side. You're not going for the food. You're going right. for the people and keep that in mind the whole time. Best way is not to be hungry, though. No. Don't go starving. That that's is so funny because one. that's never actually occurred to me. I've never thought of eating before a party. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. I, like, I starve myself all day thinking, well, I'm going to blow all of my calories when I get there. <laughs> so I can't yeah. eat now. See? Yeah. So, yeah. And then when you a eat A little before, green smoothie. No bloating. Uh-huh. You know, like, that's one issue. Some people don't want to put on that little dress and eat right yeah, before right. they go. But keeping it something simple, like, even just drinking a full glass of water, yes. you're going to... F- feel a little full and then you just you have better judgment i guess right and with the alcohol i was gonna say drinking water in between Uh each drink yeah so like that's like a rule for me i don't know maybe it's because i'm lean or something i don't know but alcohol will hit me pretty quickly yeah and after that like i can eat everything rain like seriously i could eat anything but if i drink a full um bottled water between each drink I'm just like, I don't know. I guess I'm more fun. Like it's a better, it's a better experience all around. I think for everybody. What's your, (laughs) I'm trying to think of my holiday choice for a cocktail. Do you do champagne again? Um, We do. And I also do Moscow mules. And those are good. I don't know if you guys have had this. It's called Glog. It's from Sweden. And it's basically like, um, it's like a, it's like a cooked wine, like a mold wine with, almonds in it and i know what you're talking about those yeah, are those are oh good. man so i'm gonna let you guys taste some oh. of our we make it um at home yes. with cloves and i don't know it's just a really delicious spiced drink but there's not 
since it boils for a long time, there's not a ton of alcohol content. Nice. I oh. mean, but it is high sugar. So you, yeah, I don't know. It's just the trade off. Trade off. Yeah. I yes. hear greyhounds are very good low calorie yes. drinks. Love greyhounds, and they With can be so clean. Too, I think it's like a something else, but grapefruit tequila right yeah and, um, or yeah grapefruit and grapefruit vodka. vodka yeah they're good um we'll do pomegranate margaritas yeah um you can get the pomegranate juice at farmer's market and those are very seasonal yeah they look very christmasy yeah exactly. yeah you can still keep in the spirit of christmas or thanksgiving i yeah. like to drink those types of drinks like you know like that's why we make glog at christmas time it's so cozy and yeah but pomegranate margarita mm. You had a juice. great idea for grilling oh, because we were talking before the show about how you can grill in California all year long, yeah. which Spoiled. is great. Mm-hmm. And so some of the food preps that you keep in your kitchens all the time that are easy go-to meals. And you were talking about grilling vegetables, just yeah. throwing every vegetable in a in a basket and yeah. throwing it on the grill. Well, a lot of people, I mean, it's hard to just go off of a certain ingredient. If you don't know what to make, if you don't know how to cook, this is foolproof, literally. You just throw all your veggies into a grill basket or on a skewer. Anything that can go on a skewer. Onions, mushrooms, you know, the whole deal. And um, grill it and then just make sure you make triple the amount that you normally would for a meal. And then it's so easy to just throw it on a wrap with spinach. You can throw it, like I said, on quinoa pasta with Parmesan cheese and red red pepper flakes for a little spice. And it's... It's colorful, it's beautiful, it's delicious, and it's so clean. Mm-hmm. So clean. That's All it is is basic, it's just basic veggies, but the barbecue gives it that flavor. And do you use olive oil or I do. coconut oil? I use coconut oil and olive oil, but for the veggies that I'm talking about on the grill, I use olive oil. Okay. Just easier mm-hmm. to manipulate. Cover. Yeah. I think yeah. as long to this whole holiday point, as long as it's sort of that 80-20 rule, 80% of the time you're pretty clean. I know it really should should be it depending on your goal ninety ten but really eighty twenty like just during the week leading up to it be really good and you can sort of think of it as treating yourself or just mm-hmm. sort of saying you know what leading up to this this will be my cheat meal and right. just think of it that way I don't know but yeah having things prepared for the week is huge M- Megan a while back was like. Have you ever just done quinoa on your rice cooker? And I'm like, okay, no. That's, <laughs> oh, that's smart. Yeah, yeah, I haven't done that either. It's that's so easy. You just have a thing of quinoa. And when you think about it, I'll do quinoa and then greens. And then in the morning, egg. Mm-hmm. Or in quinoa the afternoon, so versatile. chicken. In the evening, maybe fish, fish or chicken. Like you just sort of switch out your protein so it's not so bland. But that's smart. It's just a basic, and you feel fuller from it, so it's not, I mean, I know some paleo people are like, no, it's too It's not warmer. a grain, though. No, it's not. So, it's still considered paleo, but it's, they're weirdos. So. <laughs> what are the rules of making of your rice <laughs> cooker? That's so smart. It's so brilliant, and you use um, vegetable um, broth, Yeah, and it tastes sweet. delicious. Mm-hmm. And you can chop up, I've chopped up like green onion or like different things in it to give it a little more kick. That's really smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really smart. Oh, my gosh. So good. Um, we were also talking. Uh, so for the people who just have the most minimal amount of effort, do you have go-to exercises that they can do? Like, I mean, we were talking about walking, but yeah. people who just aren't going to go to the gym for the next couple of months, but they really should be, they have 10 minutes. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Are there kind of 10-minute workouts that people can squeeze in, if you're, especially if you're traveling, so you're in a hotel or you're in your mother-in-law's house? Totally. Um, I think the best 10-minute work, 10 workout I can offer is jump rope. It's yeah. so easy. You can put it in your purse. If you have kids, you're at the park anyways. Jump rope. You can skip over it. You can jump over it. You mm-hmm. can... You know, go at your own pace, but it burns a ton of calories. It's hard. It is hard. Yeah, Yeah, that is literally a 10 minute workout. You can't really do it for much longer than that, but it gets your heart going. And if you do that every day, you're going to almost crave more. You know what I mean? Uh Maybe you'll get the courage after a month of jump roping to make it into the gym. Honestly, you're in better shape. Yeah. Yeah. From most of the people in the gym. (laughs) Right. I have a four minute workout. You do? Oh, God. That's good. Yeah. Let's hear it. (laughs) A Tabata. So a Tabata is a round where you are working for 20 seconds. You're resting for 10. You're working so hard. You're working hard. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But it's only 20 seconds. It's only 20 seconds. (laughs) Pick your favorite. If you know zero exercises, I want you to start with just a squat. Mm -hmm. You could start... So you want to do this safely. So you want to even just YouTube, you know, like a proper squat. Okay. Get that sort of down. I want you to do as many squats as you can in 20 seconds. Rest for 10 seconds. We all have timers on our watch. So no excuse. There's even a Tabata Tabata timer. Yeah. (laughs) So you're going to do that eight times. Well, see how you feel at the end. Yeah. Challenge you. That's a good challenge. That's a challenge. That the is Tabata a good challenge. One. I want to do that. The Tabata challenge. Yeah. And you could do any exercise. So think of the simplest push-ups. Everyone knows how to do push-ups. If you don't, you don't live on this planet. <laughs> um, everyone knows what a crunch is. Okay, but we just I hesitate to say all this as I'm cringing watching people do it with poor form. As yeah. Mary knows, it's like right. my just, it's important because it's very easy to get it hurt. It is. It is important. And once you get hurt, then you're out of commission and then So it's all the good. other challenge would be doing the same thing, only when you're walking, you pick up the pace a little bit for twenty seconds. If you're new to exercise, that's challenging. Yeah. Pick up the pace for twenty seconds, you walk slow for ten. Or just stop for ten. It's up to you. I would recommend continuing to walk, but just giving yourself that break so just it's within your own limits which is 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 great now you could do multiple exercises but just you brought up a good point yeah um just randomly but hi we have youtube yeah Mm -hmm. we have the world of information at our fingertips granted you're probably looking at pictures of cats and (laughs) fighting with perfect strangers but you can use it to your advantage and there's yoga classes online. There's workouts online. It's like a literally a click away and you can do it in your own home. I mean, that to me is like, um, like I don't do that personally. If I'm going to do an at home workout, I'll just bust out stuff that I know. But if you don't, have if you don't know, yeah. then you right. don't know. And, and there's so up. many Fitness things Blender out there something. now. Yeah. There's so many things out there. I was, you know, I was wondering if you guys, how you feel about fitness trends because CrossFit was a huge it still is yeah. a huge trend. Mm-hmm. The bar, I don't even know what bar exercises are, yeah. but bar is big. Yeah. Pilates obviously are big. Right. Do you jump, do you guys ever jump on these bandwagons of fitness trends? And- I honestly have to say I really don't because um, CrossFit, for example, I I find the exercises, I think they're fantastic. I, I think it's a great um, option for some people that want 
that competitive edge, that sort of, you know, you're being timed and it, it sort of brings back the, the, the athlete and everyone. But I do find that a lot of people get injured because they're doing things outside of their limits and right. it's not always monitored as closely as it should. Now, if you're doing it with one-on-one with a trainer, great, go for it, have fun with it. Same thing with bar. Like, okay, so you have these specific movements, the validity of this makes you have a dancer's body. I don't know that that's so true, but you know what? I think the goal is movement. And if it works for you, that's what you have to ask yourself after everything, after anything you do, how's that working for you? Hmm. Right. Just like Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. Because I have to say, Pop Cycle 2.0 is sort of in the realm of a trendy workout. I mean, Hmm. it's not going anywhere. This is the evolution of spin. We're on the cutting edge, so maybe someone might call it a trend. But we've found our niche or, you know, we're happy there. It gives us a full body workout just like bar does for some other people. And I think that that's the most important thing is like finding something you enjoy that you can progress and find a goal or commit to mostly because not everyone likes kickboxing. I love it and I could do it every day. But if that was someone, if I told someone to go do it every day and they hated it, like what's the point of their fitness, you know? It, they ha- you have to enjoy it. So if you love bar and you love CrossFit, like go do it. Be conscious of what yeah. you're doing. And you're not better than anyone by doing those things or less than for doing those things. But right. I think enjoying your workouts and enjoying your fitness and really like letting it be your you time and fo- you can get in that zone and get better. Yeah. Like you're well, being, a su- you're successful in your right. workout. Right. And I would say uh, coming to this as a complete fitness virgin two years ago with no sports ability, really no rhythm, um, you know, kind of nothing really going for me sports wise. There are so many things out there. And then once you do something, you have the courage to try it. You're like, well, I did that. So I can probably try to do this. I never would have walked into a spin studio a year ago. Right. Even when when I was in good shape, it still felt very intimidating. That's right. And, um, you know. nothing's inaccessible. Right. Right. And I think it's often helpful to know that, you know what, first of all, it doesn't have to break the bank. Most places offer a free class. You know, they offer certain Groupons or discounts. You just have to look for it. So look for that and also try to find someone. Maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a colleague, maybe it's sister, brother, whoever, or someone to keep you accountable and to do it with you. Because sometimes that's one other thing. When I, when I attend other people's classes, I'm like, okay, so-and-so, will you meet me there? For whatever reason, that seems to make it a little bit easier because you're not doing it alone. And you're like, okay, even though I could have done this without this person, it sort of brings that community aspect. And that's why group fitness is really fun because you do end up, like Megan was saying, finding those people, you know, where people are like, Stephanie, where were you the other night? Like, come on. Like, and you, you sort of build that you know, you sort of have to stay committed to each other. It's yeah. that sense camaraderie, of camaraderie, like camaraderie and yeah. So I think if anyone during the holiday hasn't, I'm excited for anyone who doesn't work out because you're about to start something that is really exciting and new. And I just, I'm excited for you to feel the benefits. And I would say, give it a good eight weeks. Don't yes. give up after eight weeks because right. you are so close 
Well, and you feel it in every aspect of your life. Yes. It's not just how you physically feel. It's how you mentally feel. It's how yes. you see other people. I find myself being so much more generous with my family. Uh-huh. Right. When I have spent that time at the gym, I find myself being more generous on the street driving. Oh, huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. well, they're in a bigger hurry than me. Oh, you move yeah, along. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, God, okay. <laughs> but on your way to spin. Get out of my way. That's different. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and while you're doing it, I took my daughter last night to spin, and she was saying, she's like, I just get such a rush. And she didn't know the language to put to it. She doesn't know endorphins or any Uh of that kind of language yet. But she was like, I just feel so strong, Mom. And I said, that's so cool. Cool. Right. Right, I think it's empowering. Yeah. It's empowering. Coming from a young female, you know, young girl who here she is, 13, she's like, I don't know how to explain what's going on in my head, really. But... Or my body. Right. But, but it feels I know good. something's happening. Right. Yeah, that's pretty right, cool. Right. Which brings us to our last point that I want to hit on before we run out of time. Can you believe the time is going? Um, is raising girls in Orange County. I, I think Orange County is is a little unique. I think this trend is, is everywhere, girls and body image and, and weight. But Orange County seems to have a, a little bit of an edge on the rest of the country. Um, and the messages that you send to girls about being healthy and strong. Um, my daughter just started doing kickboxing a couple of weeks ago and loves it. And I love the strength that it connotes. And, you know, I mean, there's a little bit of a um, self-defense aspect to it that yeah. I oh, also appreciate. Yeah. But I don't want to send her the message, you know, even though her health, her eating habits are not totally healthy, I don't want to send the message that I'm worried about you getting fat or I'm, you know, mm-hmm. worried about your weight but I want you to be healthy. I want you to make healthy choices. And we all have daughters in this room. They're at various stages of development, but um, messages you send to your girls. And I love that she's now seeing me work out. And, you know, obviously that's a gift you're giving to your girls too. Yeah. But any thoughts on raising girls and what, what the messages are? Megan, you go ahead because I'm sort of at a place where... I don't have to really deal with this yet. (laughs) I have a 15 month old. So she's sort of like, I, well, since Madden was, um, about five, maybe a little less when we started eating a lot cleaner. And, um, I just started getting her involved in the actual process of making our food. And she loves like, maybe she wouldn't, drink the green smoothies but she loved making them you know so we're throwing all the ingredients in and i'm like man do you know what spinach does for you and i give her all these like scientific benefits and it's you think a five-year-old doesn't care about that no they think it's like the most fascinating thing ever man seriously will eat her carrots to this day and tell me that she sees better (laughs) because carrots help your eyes you know and i'm not going to tell her like well, just because you ate carrots last night doesn't mean you have better eyesight right. today. I'm not going to tell hey, her that. But if she believes it. But yeah. she's on the right track. You know, I'm, we eat for the benefit of feeling healthy and what it's doing for you on the inside. And then I, I flip it around and tell her what food is from McDonald's and how it's not really food. And, you know, and it's the light bulbs are going off and I think just, I'm glad I get to start her so young and knowing, but (laughs) I'm sorry to interrupt you, but there's a, you've reminded me of something. There's a video on YouTube of McDonald's chicken McNuggets being made. Have you seen this? Yes. It It looks exactly like they're making a strawberry milkshake. 
So they yeah. have it in oh. the machine of a strawberry milkshake. Pink slime. And it's pink slime, and they're pulling it out just as you would an ice cream, self-serve ice cream thing, into a sheet. And that's what turned my daughter vegetarian. And I said, you know what's in there? The whole chicken. The, yeah. The entire and it's a sick what? chicken. Or and a, a sick, sick yes. chicken. Right. Yeah. The entire whole sick ki- oh. <laughs> chicken. But it's part of our daily life now. Like, she knows every Saturday we go to farmer's market. I need her help, you know? <laughs> Physically, you can't carry that stuff. I need her carrying my lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's just kind of, I mean, there's subconscious things, and they probably will be when she gets older, that I'm just kind of introducing her to, and I hope that she carries on them forever, but all I can really do is be an example and teach her what I know. Since I started learning it, and I was fascinated about all the benefits of eating mushrooms and skipping meat every once in a while and seeing what it does for your digestion, you know, I'm just like passing along that information. You never know what they're going to pick up. You never know what's going to like spark their interest or change their way of thinking. And it's just interesting. Right. Being as factual, that's a really good point. Just saying what the food is actually, if you consider, I've always loved the example of your body is your vehicle, right? Well, what sort of fuel do you put inside of you? What sort of vehicle do you consider yourself? Right. You know, and how do you fuel your body? We take care of our cars sometimes better than we take care of ourselves. We go for, you know, checkups and maintenance and oil changes. But, you know, like an oil change for us, Megan and I did a three-day juice cleanse. <laughs> yeah. And talk about an oil change. It was tough. It was <laughs> tough. Yeah. Mentally and physically, I was like, I just want to chew. But I think and we obviously weren't doing it to lose weight. It was purely because we were thinking, okay. That's a good challenge for people too. Like, hey, before the, the holidays. holidays are starting, yeah. once you, well, I don't know about you, Megan, but once that cha- that cleanse was over, I honestly was like turned off by gross food. Like, mm-hmm. you sort of clean your palate. Mm-hmm. It sets you, the reset button. It mm-hmm. hits the reset button. It really so, does. So maybe it's a three day challenge to everyone out there. Just take anything that you can open in a package out. For three days. For For three three days. days. We can do anything for three days, right? Right. We could do that. 20 seconds in three days. Mm -hmm. Four minutes. Four minutes. The four minute Tabata. Yep. uh, Prep your food for three days. Yeah. (laughs) So maybe it it takes four days to really do this, but just prep for three. That's That's a good challenge. Mm -hmm. Stephanie and Megan. Yeah, we're out of time. Isn't that awful? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It was. I know it was fun. Kept it real. That's all the time we have for today. I'll be right back here with you next Thursday evening. My guest will be the federal public defender, Jesse Gesson, to talk about crime in Orange County. Don't miss that. And if you missed any part of today's show, we will be podcast shortly on KUCI's website, KUCI.org slash talk. We'll be on Kimberly's website, KimberlyMartin.com. Stay tuned. Coming up next is Counterspin. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Stay healthy, stay fit, stay balanced. Do those challenges. Come back next week. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. Right, I'm not mystery and I